Oh yeah, we are back folks. It is the lightning rod for April 1st. A few days late, but always a few dollars short as well. We are the show that absolutely loves to streak. I am Johnny Pipes. And I'm Gannon, and we always record on time. Don't we? Yeah, yo. April 1st, baby. April Fool's Day. You still do funky stuff for April Fool's Day? No, not really. I, uh, Sportsnet, they got me today, actually. They made a post about the Nordiques coming back. They were Quebec City, right? Uh, yes. Do you know, like, uh, how close is Quebec City and Montreal? Like, are they pretty close to each other geographically? Normally, I pride myself on my geographic knowledge, but this one I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I, I know they're good enough distance apart to where they can be both major cities, uh, you know, separate from each other, not like a... Uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul kind of deal. Gotcha. Well, yeah, those are the twin cities, so they're like mm-hmm. twenty minutes away from each other. They're basically one big, one big city. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, like I said, we you are listening to the Lightning Rod. This is your weekly or weekly plus wrap up of Tampa Bay Lightning activities, looks to the future, chit chat. You can call us and leave us a voicemail. We'd love to get your chit chat. 727-416-0613. We'll play your voicemail on the show when we get it. You can uh, tell us how much you love or hate us. We can take it. We're tough. Uh, also, you can email us at thelightningrod1 at protonmail.com. It's the number one, lightningrod1 at protonmail.com. Or find us on Twitter at lightningrodpod. So, um, yeah, it's uh, we're, we're, we're finally happy to be recording about something because it seems like something's brewing. But first, actually, now that we're thinking about it, we did give out the email address and the number and whatnot. So let's check the uh, the mailbox and, uh, the, and the voicemail here. Yeah, we got nothing. Anyways, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had you go in there for a minute. Uh, yeah, so we uh, we have gone four games since last we spoke, which was last Wednesday, we had a game on Thursday, a back-to-back over the weekend, and a game on Tuesday. And something happened in that Boston game, or that, that result in the Boston game, I would say, um, must have flipped a switch in them. Because they had that game, majority of it, I'd say they weren't you know, playing their best, they weren't playing their worst, but they had it. The whole time, it was like right there in their hands, and some stupid spaghetti guy kept scoring and screwed them. It's the worst when my and it seems to be such a pattern, but it's the worst when my fantasy players have a great night at the Lightning's expense, and I got I got Pasternak on on my fantasy team, and of course he gets the hat trick. I really needed it, and it helped me get the win, but again, not at the Lightning's expense. He was the only guy to score. I'm fairly certain. Let me, let me look. Pull that mm-hmm. game back yeah. up. He was the only guy that scored for their team. Like you can't stop one guy. I mean, they didn't even have Patrice Bergeron, and they still like that guy just ran all over him. I know. I mean, he he is a hell of a player. He is rather one dimensional. He he honestly reminds me kind of a a Nikita Kucherov, where you just don't expect any kind of defense from him. But he's extremely lethal. You know, he's more of a shooter than Kucherov. You know, Kuch he's more of a passer. Um, but but the you know similarities there. Um, but he, he I think it was the first or the second goal. I'm not I'm not too sure. But it was a sweet pass, a uh, bank pass off the boards that uh, he blew by uh, one of our defensemen. Um, and, you know, it, it, from then on, it was a breakaway in. But the other two, you know, they, you, when you don't have Patrice Bergeron and, you know, you're, you're containing Marchand uh, the whole night pretty much, you know, I thought he had kind of a quiet game. Um, you know, you, you got to set your eyes to, to Pasta. I mean, otherwise, I don't think the Bruins are really that deep of a team. I know uh, other players are really coming out to play, especially in the, the late run of the season, but... Yeah, you, you can't give him too many looks. 
Yeah, it went, you know, the scoring went Brandon Hagel, David Pasternak, Steven Stamkos, David Pasternak, David Pasternak. Come on, man. One guy. One guy. You can stop one guy. But like I, like I was saying, I think I I think that is is like the 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 turning point game for the Lightning because they're your rivals, you're up there, you know, and you got to deal with everything that Boston throws at you and then you finally you know, you, you, something clicks and you're like, wait a second, we can't, we can't keep doing this. I think what really made them click is the fact that losing this game bumped them down into a wild card spot. You know, again, there's virtually no chance of us falling out of a playoff spot, but I know that they're going to be banking for home ice. You know, I know they really don't care who they get and where they get, but obviously you're going to have some preferences. So, um, that, I'm sure that really did spook them getting into a wild card spot and they, they must, must have, you know, Cooper must have had a good talk with them and got got their ass in gear. So that was on um, Thursday. They ended up losing three to two. Uh, the Lightning versus the the Pasternak's. Uh, the lingering problem that they've had for quite some time and really still hasn't gone away yet uh, reared its ugly head right at the very beginning, where um, we took a penalty a minute and twenty seconds into the game. It was a uh, a double minor as a high stick, correct? Yep. Eric Chernak, high stick, four minutes. And I think it was, um, shoot, I forget who got high sticked on our end, which ended up drawing blood, but they only called it a two-minute. So it was kind of kind of screwed up, you know, that both, both the same penalties. We should have got at least a, a double minor, at least four minutes, which, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to raise hell about. You know, he did bleed. Prom- I think he started bleeding maybe after the – no, it wasn't even after the – made the call you know but it it did take a little while for that blood to kick in that's what i was wondering too because i saw the same thing you did and i was like wait a second wait a second wait a second he's literally bleeding and i'm just had wondered if maybe like he had already gone to the 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 bench maybe or they were already in the process of making the call and then it started bleeding or maybe he couldn't get the ketchup packet open quick enough (laughs) but either way it was like wait a second that doesn't add up is that a boston friendly call no kidding what no that way. doesn't that doesn't happen? No, not in major sports leagues. No, 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 no. <laughs> absolutely not. But uh, Boston. Oh, hold on, wait a second. Hey, fuck! You say Boston? Fuck! Fuck! Boston! Boston! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but like I said, we that was a turning point because. Um, Going into the weekend, they had a day off and they got to play in the Pizza Palace in uh, Detroit, and that's the start of something beautiful. What you got for uh, the Red Wings game? You know what? This this game was really pushing my limits. It, it really was. You know, d- despite it being a win, um, I I did not think that this was a good game on our part. Um, really, I'm I'm not gonna say at all, but um. it it was testing my patience for sure um it's crazy that you can barely score two goals on a team who only two nights later let in 11 goals i'm not sure if you saw that but uh, just two nights after this detroit lost to pittsburgh in pittsburgh from a final score of 11 to 2 and we can barely get two past them well a win is a win is a win, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, you know. That's a W. That's E1. That's E1. That's a W. How many people want to eat a W tonight? How many people want to eat a W tonight? That's right. Eat that Thank W. You, eat that W in the Pizza Palace. But the the thing about it is the penalty thing. Like, I'm looking right here, and they got the first three. Like, the first three penalties were on the Lightning. Before before the wings even got one, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's honestly become such a such a theme now. And believe it or not, the Lightning aren't even the most penalized team in the league. They are number two. Um, Nashville, they're number one, but most of those are from fighting majors. They're they're blowing everybody out of the water with fighting majors. The Lightning by far lead the league in actual uh, minor penalties taken. And these aren't these aren't false penalties either. Like the good majority of them are actual penalties. They're not, you know, 
let's blame the ref penalties. Like they, they do them. They commit them. Oh yeah. I'm not going to argue it. You know, 99% of these calls, you know, when, when I get mad is when there's non calls, obviously, but um, no, they, a lot of these are deserved. I'm looking here. They, Sergachev 10 minutes in with an interference Cal foot three minutes after that with a cross check. I thought that one was kind of weak. Um, yeah. All these cross check calls are kind of weak now. Cross checking is, is essentially the roughing the passer of, of the NHL or the holding. Uh, yeah. You know what? It's closer to the holding. I would say where you could call it literally on every single play. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of which ones are you going to and which ones you aren't. Well, so, they really started cracking down on it this year because of the playoffs last year. Um, if you remember, it came out that Nikita Kucherov was playing with a broken rib because yeah, he took he that, m- multiple heavy cross tra- cross checks. There's that him. one absolutely ridiculous one that like doubled him over, and I think didn't. I don't remember if it took him out of the game or not, but it was pretty. It did. It did take him out of the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, I think he missed uh, game six or seven of the Islander series. Yeah, that, that's that's egregious. So now, so, so is that like a, the point of emphasis this year for officiating, like kind of like slashing was a couple of years ago, where it's like, hey, we're going to focus more on slashing this year. Exactly that, because because an injury happened, like a major injury happened, especially to a star player like Kucherov. Like, do do you know why they came down so hard on the slashing rule? Is that somebody getting like a thumb torn off or some shit like that? Close, yeah. It was Sidney Crosby slashed uh, Ottawa's Mark Mathot back in 2017. He slashed him on the hand and literally ch- chopped the tip of his finger off. I, you know, I can't remember which finger, but there was no penalty on the play. His, it, it's on YouTube. Like you can go look it up. It, it's gruesome. <laughs> like yeah, I think it, I've seen that before. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So you know they, they again they came down hard on cross checking. So. Well, the star of the game, I think, for um, for that Detroit game was uh, uh, Brian Oldman Elliott. Moose. Yeah, he, st- he stopped uh, 26 of 27 shots, and uh, he had some pretty good ones, too. Like, he was playing lights out, I think. He was. You know, I, I think we've mentioned this before, but as the season's gone on, he's only gotten better. Um, you know, not, nothing's really going to top that, what was it, like a 42-save performance uh, against... I forget who. Um, it was against Edmonton. Yeah. Um, nothing's going to top that. And unfortunately, we did have to lose that game. He let in a couple of goals, but he was phenomenal here. He only let in that one squeaker against uh, Oscar Sundquist, uh, which, you know, it kinda, it only kind of dribbled through. It didn't even really beat him. Yeah, that uh, that Edmonton loss was the his only loss in the last five games. Um, Forty Stopped 45 of 48, um, which is, loose you know, is loose. Getting getting peppered. He made some good saves, but man, Nadelkovic, when did he ever get that good? Because he, um, he used Carolina. To, wasn't he in Car- I was gonna say he was in Carolina, right? And he was okay. He, I don't I don't remember him being as good as he was on Saturday. Well la- yeah, last year, uh it was his rookie season. I think he may have played a couple of games that No, no, no. Yeah. Last year was his rookie season and he was up for the Calder trophy, the best rookie. Uh, he did end up finishing third, but um, you know he he was nominated for the Calder because he was just he he was actually lights out in uh, in Carolina. But this year, you know, despite what this game has shown us, he has been st- statistically one of the worst starting goaltenders in the league. Hmm. Did he get? Uh, how did he wind up? If if last year was his rookie year, how did he wind up in Detroit? Did he get traded? It, it was actually really funny. Yeah. So. Um, he um he was due for a new deal, you know. He was still a restricted free agent, and uh, Don Waddell, the GM of the Hurricanes, I guess he didn't want to ink Nedeljkovic to uh, a long term deal or anything, and so he traded him for pennies on the dollar, uh, like a, a third round pick or something, you know, just something super super cheap for somebody who literally just finished third in Calder voting. And it just, everybody was just so confused. Like, Don, what the hell are you doing? What are the Hurricanes doing? And honestly, in retrospect, he got, uh, they signed Frederick Anderson from uh, formerly the Leafs. And he's been probably one of the best goalies in the league this year. Uh, To me, that truly is a testament to Carolina's defense and how structured that they do play. Again, they're my my, uh, second pick for, for the cup this year. 
Um, but you know, they, 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 over recent years, they have a tendency to make goaltenders look fantastic. You know, they, they made, they made Curtis McElhaney look like a starting goaltender. So, okay. That's okay. So that's why Anderson's in Carolina. That's kind of shitty though for, for Nadalkovich because you know, you're, you're a rookie and then all of a sudden you got to go play in the pizza palace and for basically a rebuilding team. <laughs> well, that was uh, the Red Wings game. That was the first game, the first win for um, the start of this sweet little streak that we're on right now. Uh, we played a back-to-back against um, – we had the Islanders on Sunday, and we won that game 4-1. to one. Uh, what, what are your initial thoughts on the uh, Islanders game? The Islanders are not exactly the best team in the world right now. I was um... – you know, like I was saying, you know, I just I wasn't all too pleased with the performance on uh, in Detroit. I, I, you know, I was constantly stressed. I knew that that they weren't playing their best hockey. And, um, you know, when when Brock Nelson scored the first goal of the game, I was like, oh, man, this might just, you know, completely take the wind out of the sails. You know, they had some momentum going, um, but they, they really, really started to pick it up. And the, the power play uh, was looking good. Uh, Victor Hedman got us started off with a power play goal. That was, um, you know, he. It was a really nice rush chance on his uh, on his off wing on the right right side. Um, he actually got an assist from uh, Andre Vasilevsky on that play, mm-hmm. third assist. I see that, yeah, and Braden mm-hmm. Point and Andre Vasilevsky. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they a very, very non traditional power play goal, but um, you know, as the game did go on, I, I they they started playing better. I don't know what it is about the Islanders. I know that these teams hate each other. They really truly do, and we saw. We saw some animosity early in the game. I think, uh, yeah, Pat Maroon and uh, was it Ross Johnston? Yeah, yeah uh, Pat they, Maroon, they got in a Ross little Johnson. hug fest. Yeah, four, that that wasn't much of a fight. Four penalties on that. Two minutes and thirty-two seconds into the game, Pat Maroon, Ross Johnston, Matt Martin, and uh, Corey Perry. Mm-hmm. All four of them got penalties on that. Yeah, and they, you know the the that fight it was more of kind of a hug fest, but you you knew you know ten, tensions were high. You know the Islanders were really really in their dog days when we played them earlier this season, and and just really couldn't you know get get that spark and that animosity fired up. Uh, but again, as this game went on, uh, the the Islanders brought brought out the best of the Lightning. They they started playing hard, playing fast, which is something I haven't really seen from them in a while. And you know once 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 Hedman. Once Killorn scored that goal, it, it was all Tampa. It was all Tampa. And in that third period, it, it really was just, you know, I wanted to say it was shutting it down, but, you know, two two pretty quick goals from uh, Colton and Sergachev, uh, roughly a minute, two minutes apart, I think. Or Oh, no, I was reading was, that wrong. It was a little bit further apart. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, That's it. Cancel the show. Yep, sorry. Start over. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> But no, it, it just started. You know, we we started skating downhill. It just just became easier and easier for us. The the we took the wind out of the Islanders' sails, and it, it really this is the game I think started our, our momentous run that only lasted one other game. Well, so you know, it's 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 uh, uh, what do you call that? Um, you know, you you can't put a, an end time on it. It's it's still going. Like it's in progress, right? So. I, I don't know. Don't don't discount the fact that they were they were staring at the plane and getting ready to go home because mm-hmm. like the this absolute ridiculous uh, road schedule that they've had for the last month, um, they they see the end of the tunnel. It's it's hardcore short timing, but instead of being like me when you're short timing and like don't do any kind of work, they actually decided to play harder. They're like, hey, let's 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 play harder to get to this plane, and get the hell home. Mm-hmm. I know everybody's super, super excited to be, you know, on a pretty, pretty long homestand. I know they've got a couple more games uh, on the road. I think maybe only two or three more road games the entire year. So, um, you know, they, they can unpack their bags and, and really settle back down and, and play some good hockey at Amelie Arena. Well, and to Amelie Arena, they went. Um, and after an off day on Monday, they had um, a nice playoff preview game against Carolina, which I thought was just a, as even as a, like if you were to watch it as a neutral spectator, it was just a fantastic game all around. So Carolina, let's uh, we, we won that game and um, 
it was an overtime win and it was an amazing an amazing game to watch and, it, and like that just the game itself had such a playoff atmosphere like it just felt like a playoff game the whole way through um just kind of answering back and forth so what do you what do you think you know i i agree with you it really did feel like a playoff game but <laughs> it didn't feel like a playoff game that like in that Carolina series, it didn't feel like any of those games really. Maybe game, uh, game three or four when it was just like back and forth, back and forth. But they they honestly look like a different team. It, it, the Lightning included j- just this game from recent weeks. Um, that this had a little bit of everything in it. That th- this was the game that really made me take my hand off of that panic button and, and actually just you know, remember who this team is and have them remember who they are. You know, that there was urgency, that the, the power play was clicking. It, it just, everything about it, I, I couldn't hardly find anything wrong with this game. Well, I can tell you something right with this game. Uh, we didn't take the first penalty. Holy shit. Yeah, Carolina took the first penalty, a cross-check uh, five minutes in. We didn't take our first one until uh, ten minutes in. Now, All right, we're making progress. One, two, three, uh, four. One, two, three, four, five. And we actually had less penalties than they did. Mm-hmm, yeah, from, we only took two penalties the whole game, and the PK was perfect. So um, that's that's progress. And, you know, it makes such a difference. Just playing at home makes just such a difference. And they can sleep in their own bed. They can have practices on their own ice. They don't have to worry about planes and, and making schedules and back-to-backs and things like that. And that has to just make so much of a difference. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, that you, you could definitely tell that, like, they played this game different than, you know, how they played in Carolina, how they played in New York, uh, you know, both both com- competitive games. And uh, they, they just had a different energy to them. You know, they, they looked quicker. They looked crisper. Uh, I, again, I, I just can't. I can't come up with anything bad to say. I don't want to. I'm happy that it was a good weekend game. Um, it didn't end late. Um, well, actually, no, it wasn't a weekend game. This was Tuesday. What am I talking about? I don't even know what day it is anymore. That's how messed up this is. Uh, it, it, it didn't and didn't go late, which was nice. Um, although it was overtime, it was only a two hour and thirty seven minute game, so it was shy of three hours. And um, that is the first step in uh, the rest of our season here, in the first uh, salvo in, in, in um, all these home games that we got coming up. There's only two, uh, looks like two away games, three, one, two, three, four, five away games left um, for the rest of the season. Only five? Yeah, I'm looking at here, uh, we got April 6th at Washington, uh, April 12th at uh, Dallas, um, April 24th down here in Florida, and then we got about two in a row to close the season, uh, Columbus and then the Islanders. Are you going to go to that Florida game, or have you learned your lesson? I don't – I mean, I want to. <laughs> Actually, you know what? i got to look and see if there's tickets – well, who am I kidding? Of course there's tickets available. It's the Florida Live Arena. So, uh, yeah, Maybe. Maybe I didn't think about it because like I, I was kind of distraught after the last one. Um, plus I'm definitely going to go to a playoff game if we end up playing in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I might, I might I like your little, uh, subtle, subtle diss there. Are there tickets available? Oh, of course they are. Well, I mean, yeah, look, I feel bad. I, I don't hate Florida, but, um, I do feel bad because it's not, they don't, they're not like us, you know, they don't sell out really. They just, they don't draw a lot of people yet. It's going to take a, I, a few more years of sustained success for them to start drawing people. I used to kind of hate them, but, you know, or no, I used to not hate them. But as time goes on, uh, their their fans just get kind of annoying, at least the ones that I come across. You know, I, I know every fan base has its pricks and whatever, but they're, they're, there's some that just really, they, they get under my skin. Yeah, I, even though they e- even though they are part of this market, like the Miami market, I still consider them a small market team, and I always have, you know, a little oh, bit yeah. of love for small market teams. So, um, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on them. I, I did have a, a very sour taste in my mouth after that Max Legacy game, 
but you know, I'm, 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 I might go. Yeah, I think I might go. But, I, I had a, a. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna stay on this tangent for just one more second. But I had a Florida fan talking shit to me. He's like, "You lost nine to three to us." And I'm like, "Okay, like you guys are one of the best teams in the league this year, didn't you guys lose eight to two to the Senators?" And I shut him up real quick. Where did you come across a Panthers fan? Uh, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. Yeah, dude, trust me. You know what? Good for them. They are finally coming out of the woodworks. I'm, I'm seeing a lot more of them, and I'll give them credit. These these people are passionate. You know, the ones that I do see, you know, very, very, very few of them, but the, the few that I do see, they're passionate about their club, so I'll give them that. Well, winning winning does amazing things. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, it's it happened with this team. We, yeah, we never lightning. I never used to see lightning lightning sweaters in, in in any opposing arena before, like watching them for years and years and years and I never I never saw them and now they're like everywhere. You know, titles will do that, sustained winning will do that. I mean, mm-hmm. no one, no one gave a damn about the Warriors until they had that amazing city or that amazing um that amazing run. They're not even in the same city they used to be anymore. Um, Where are they? So they're in San Francisco now. They used to play in Oakland. They they play okay. in San Francisco now. But like before before they had that rec- record breaking year, you know where they were going after the uh, Chicago Bulls win record. No one gave a damn about the Warriors. Like when when Jason Richardson used to play for that team, no one cared about him. People barely cared about him when Chris Mullen played for the team. So it's amazing what winning will do. You know, no one cared about. The, I don't even know how many people cared about the Patriots before Tom Brady got there. They were terrible. Oh, they were the laughing stock of the league for the longest time, right? Yeah, they were. Like they they were terrible. Like they were terrible. We were I mean the Bucks were terrible until we won the Super Bowl. We we shit up until the year before last. They had the worst winning percentage in the history of pro sports. Oh my god. Like they just got overtaken with with Tom Brady uh and and Jacksonville now has the worst uh, winning percentage in all of pro sports. So, you know, it's it it takes winning. Like unless you are in a major metropolitan area with years and years and years of history and you're passing down your fandom to your kids and your grandkids and things like that, it takes winning. The only way you're going to get it is if you win. <laughs> yeah, like with uh with Toronto, I mean, they're the hockey mecca and up until, you know, you know, they've been garbage uh for the better half of a se- uh, you know, of a se- half century now. So, um, you know, they didn't make the playoffs from like 2006 until 2017. Um, and they, they still have, you know, more fans than any other market. I mean, the, again, they're the hockey mecca, but, you know, they would ice garbage teams for decades and they, they'd still have some of the most loyal, passionate fans. Yeah, it's identity and it's it's market, it's city, mm-hmm. you know, and um, just like there's a, still a million Knicks fans and they've always they've been bad for a long time. Um, you know, it just depends on where you're at, really. I mean, the Yankees haven't won a World Series since like 2008 or nine or something like that. So, but there's still going to be a gazillion Yankees fans everywhere because it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. You, the Yankees have transcended sports. They're like, uh, I, I don't even know that they're, they're a clothing brand now. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. The same with the Red Sox. The same thing. You go into like a, I had a Yankees hat as a kid. You go into a store and you just ask the, someone at the counter for a baseball hat. They're going to hand you one of one of three. It's either going to mm-hmm. be a Yankees hat, a, a Boston hat, or an LA hat. It's going to be one of those three, and that's it. <laughs> like you're not going to find you're not going to go into a store in um, you know North Carolina unless you're like in, unless you're at the stadium in Durham. You're not going to find a Tampa Bay Rays hat in in no. North Carolina. So. It's just the way it is. You'll find Yankees fat, Yankees hats everywhere because they sell. Whatever, who cares? Anyways, that's just it's it's a it's not a fun topic when you when you're a fan of a small market team. It's never a fun topic because you have to accept the reality of it. So you know. Anyways, I'm happy that they won four um, three in overtime. It was a an exuberant win. I was screaming at the top of my lungs when they did. I scared the shit out of my dog. And uh, moving forward, they're at home. And uh, tonight, they're playing tonight. We've got the Chicago Blackhawks coming in, which is a, a big moment because the return of Tyler Johnson. So I think he's finally going to get his uh, video tribute, which I'm looking forward to see. Because I don't. They, this is, I think, the first time that he's been back in the arena because he was injured 
before. Um, we did, you know, he was playing when we played them in Chicago. Um, and now he's going to get hopefully his video, his video, uh, tribute, which I, mm-hmm. I hope it's nice because, you know, I, I love Tyler Johnson. I'm a huge fan. I got drunk with him one time at a pizza mart in Seattle. So I always call him pizza mart, regular Tyler Johnson. Okay. And, we we've done this show for like 12, 13 episodes and I've not heard this story. Yeah. He's a, you know, cause he's from Spokane his mid, you know, his off season. And uh, he just came in shit faced with a bunch of his friends. And so, you know, I was, <laughs> I would just happen to also be drunk because that was my regular bar. And um, yeah. So pizza Mart regular Tyler Johnson. That's, oh, uh, I'll, I'll always be a fan of his. Um, I was really hoping he'd get picked up by Seattle, but he's in Chicago. So it is what it is. So I'm hoping for a really nice video tribute. Um, another show I was listening to this morning uh, asked the question, like, who do you think, like, what what do we think the comparison of, of reactions are going to be from when Yanni Gord came back and when Tyler and when Tyler Johnson comes back tonight? Like how much of a difference is it going to be, or if it's going to be roughly the same? I think it's going to be roughly the same. Um, I think more people. I I don't know because Yanni left in his prime, and Tyler he uh you know he kind of fizzled out a little bit. You know he I'm not going to say he only got worse. Um, you know over his tenure with the Lightning, but kind of um but still for the for the majority of it, of his time here i mean he was a fan favorite you know just everybody loved him no nobody could really say a bad word about him you know the only real thing dragging him down was kind of a bloated contract but you know it, it's business we had to get rid of him i, I think he's going to get a hell of an ov- ovation there i hope so probably more so than yanni in my opinion you know if, if i was there it, i would i would be cheering louder for for tyler Love them both, but, you know. He, you know, he had one of the most memorable playoff runs in 2015 that a player can really have. Like, he was he was on fire from, from Series 1 against Detroit. Like, he was on fire. And Yeah, he led, he led the team in scoring, I believe. He was so fast. He was so good. The, the, you know, you had the triplets line, which was such a fun line to watch. You know, and it's a shame that it's probably only going to be one person next year left of that mm-hmm. triplets line. But that was like such a, it was just such a fun time to watch. And he was such a fun player to watch. So I'm really excited to see him come back tonight. And I hope he doesn't score. You know, I hope the, I hope nobody on that team scores. But Well, I mean, we've already had Gord score on us. We've had Goudreau score on us. We haven't had Coleman score on us. Not for so. lack of trying. No, no, he he came close, but yeah, honestly, I'd be willing to bet that uh, Johnson finds a way to get one past Vazzy. Is Vazzy starting? I'm not even sure. I would assume so. It's been a few days off. I don't see why you wouldn't. Yeah, but just considering that this is kind of the home stretch, you know, you want to keep your guy. Not, well, not well. This is actually a back to back too, but the because uh, we play tomorrow, so we got the Canadians tomorrow. Um, Marty oh, Saint, Marty Saint Louis comes in. Uh, with, um, you know, behind the bench this time. So that's going to be kind of weird for the fans. Um, so I would assume between the Blackhawks and the Canadians, I, like if I was if I was Cooper, I would start Vassie tonight and and um, Elliot tomorrow night. I'd agree with you. Yeah, if we were playing like, you know, somebody relatively close or above the playoff line, I'd say Vassie tomorrow, just considering how shitty the Blackhawks have been. But no, I think that this is probably the right move. So we got Chicago tonight, got Montreal tomorrow, and then Toronto on um, Monday, the fourth. And I think this might be, yeah, this is actually our last back-to-back. Nope, I take it back. One more. We got one more back-to-back in the season after tonight. And that is the. 23rd and 24th that's the pre- uh, predators at home and then coming down here to play florida and then that's Ooh, it that's gonna be vicious handful of uh handful of nights later and the season will be over on the, the last game of the season is the 29th of april so the playoffs are right around the corner we might have to do we might have to think about altering our show schedule when the playoffs come up to like record the day after each game yeah we might have to i, I mean, honestly i'd be kind of down for that maybe 
maybe we'll yeah, maybe, maybe maybe we'll break the the thirty listens mark at, at that point. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, are you thinking like you know cover each game a little bit in depth and uh, maybe like mash them together or release them separately? Well, you know, I would release it right away. I I just I think that you know in order to to maintain our memories, you know, like fresh. Yeah. Is it to have a reaction the night after, as opposed to as opposed to like, because those are really important games. I mean, these are important games too, but it's a little easier to do a weekly wrap up in the regular season. In the playoffs, you never know if that's you know what, what game is going to be the last one. So it might be beneficial for us to 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 do that. This is what we do on this show: is we we come up with this on the fly, and uh, you know, you the audience gets to gets to go. No, don't do that. You suck. <laughs> I remember in the bubble series we were playing the Bruins and it was a afternoon game for some reason and um I I um yeah started at like 2 or 1 or something so, you know kind of weird Saturday time and uh I took I took a half day just so I could watch the game without any interruption They're important games they mean a lot and um we we'll break them down I think you know we'll work it out Break them down the day after. Come up with something good. So that's looking forward. Chicago tonight, Montreal tomorrow. And um, yeah, so what do you think? Well, why don't we make, we'll, we'll try something new here tonight. We'll make some some bold predictions for the rest of the season. Or we'll make bold predictions. And they could be about anything having to do with the team. Just something crazy. What 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 do you think is off the wall that will happen with the Lightning Prior, prior to the season, prior to the entire year being over? My prediction, I say Victor Hedman gets 25 goals. You know, it's, it's not super bold. You know, it's not it's not the, the closest uh, to him. He's at 19 right now, I believe. Okay, so but, 20, um, 25 total by the end of the year. Yes. Yeah, no, he's not going to get 25 goals in a... <laughs> you say that's very bold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I should probably clarify. Yeah. I think he'll, he'll hit that 25 goal mark by the end of the season. He, he's been on a goal scoring pace recently. He's just been on a tear. I agree with you there. And, um, that's not very bold, but I do see that happening. That's like, uh, when you go to buy, you know, like a bold flavored corn nut or something, and then you eat it and you're like, man, that wasn't really bold at all. <laughs> All right, so I'm with you on that. You have, you have uh you have any that are that are a little bolder than that? Shoot, man. I mean, I don't I don't want to throw any clickbait out here. Um I don't know. How how do you get more bold than uh I don't know. You know, I I I've got money on them winning the cup again. I I, I don't know, man. I it seems like you've got an idea up your sleeve. Well, I mean, yeah, he, you can say that it's bold for us to 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 predict that we'll win the cup again. I wouldn't say that's bold. No, it's actually rather that, elementary. That's like, well, of course we are. <laughs> like, <come on. laughs> that's not bold at all. That's that's like when you can't eat the hot wings and you got to get the mild. So <laughs> maybe like, um, all right. So here's one that I, I've been thinking about. You know, Andre Palat has uh, he's been struggling. He's been struggling mightily to score. He has not had a goal since uh, January 11th. Right, that's the last yeah. time that he scored a goal. Uh, uh-huh. You know, the media has already been making all the predictions about how Brandon Hagel is taking his place. He's essentially going to be gone this year. They've all but signed, sealed, and delivered it. So my prediction is that he's going to win the Conn Smythe. Andre Palat wins the Conn Smythe. I, think, I like that. I think Andre Palat's going to win the Conn Smythe because we already know there's 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 a nugget of, of realism here because he already has had an incredible playoff performance before that came out of nowhere. Right, yeah, you know, it didn't even come out of nowhere since he's been in the league. You know, he was part of that triplets line, so he was always um, he, solid. He, but he, but he has had struggles. Like he had, there's that that documented, you know, time where he he thought it was necessary for him to bulk up and be stronger, and so he gained weight, and he didn't play that well, and so he slimmed down again, and he got faster, and that's kind of what led to that year which then in turn led to that incredible playoff performance, right? So he's had his ups and downs the entire time. But I think he's getting discounted real hard right now, and he's struggling real hard. And I think as soon as the, the, the dam opens, you know, if we're going into the playoffs, I think he's I think he catches fire. 
I like that. I like that take actually. That's that's my bold prediction. Um, I there really isn't much else that you can say that's too bold at this point because the season's already pretty much decided in terms of at least in the East who's going. You know the seedings are going to be up for grabs, but you know we we know who's in, barring a sixteen game losing streak of some sort. And then I want to ask you something. Where where do you think that the Lightning finish? What, what do you think that the uh, the Atlantic Division looks like? The the playoffs. Uh, let's take a look right now and see where we're sitting. So we are what six points behind? Oh, now we're eight points behind. Um, we're eight points behind Florida. We're in the, the third spot. Hand. We we got one point behind Toronto. Yeah. Okay. So. 42, 43. I, I, I could put, I'll put a second. Like, I think we're, I think we'll finish second. I do, especially with this many games at home left. I think they, I think they put together a little run here and I don't think they catch Florida, but I think they will come in second. They'll probably get within like maybe two points. I'd agree with you there. I think they're going to be hot on Florida's tail. Yeah. I think, I think that game down here, on the 24th will be very meaningful just in terms of, of where they sit. But I think, mm-hmm. um, I think we, we finished behind them, which is fine. Uh, what I would like to, what I would like is for us to play Toronto in the first round versus Boston. So, cause our, they're, I'm assuming they're still doing the, the same wacky um, two and three play each other in the first round. Um, or did they go back to the traditional way? I can't remember from last year. No, no, it's the uh, it's the normal way. So it's not, it's not. Uh, yeah. So number one, two seed, or fuck, how is it? I'm pretty sure it's still the one. One plays the wild card two, and then you know two and three in each division play each other. Yes, yes, you are correct. Yeah. So if that's the case, it it would wind up either being Boston or Toronto, and of those two. I'd much rather play Toronto. I think we match up better with them. We just, I think that that would be a very entertaining series, but I'm also kind of worried, you know, if we do match up against Toronto, I think they've got the best team that they've had, you know, this millennium, but I would hate to be the team. And I I don't even want to say this. I don't want to put it out in existence, but I'd hate to be the team that Toronto exercises their demons against. And finally, uh, get past the first round against the defending champions. It, it just seems like something that could or would happen. It could. They, they that monkey though is huge, and mm-hmm. it's the same one with with like the avalanche. Like the monkey on their back is so huge. It's really, really, really hard. Now anything could happen, but I think if we're healthy going into the playoffs. And especially if we get home ice advantage. Now, it won't make a massive difference because there are a, a ton of Canadians in Tampa and th- the color of our jerseys are exactly the same. So I, don't, I just would rather see them other than Boston. I don't want to see Boston at all. Honestly, I think we would probably do better against Boston. You know, the, the, the least that I see them, the better. The less that I see them, the better. But I think we would, you know, it's actually been rather apparent. You know, they... I think both, yeah, the last two times we've matched up with them in the playoffs, we've uh, gentlemen swept them, you know, give them the first game, and they, uh, and then we get the next four. I think we've figured them out pretty well. Uh, again, they're not they're not a super, super deep team, and I think they're just kind of running on momentum right now. But I, not that I would want to match up with them. I think Toronto would probably be the more entertaining series. But I think we'd have a better shot against Boston, in my humble opinion and i'm looking at the metropolitan too that they're going to be a kind of a bloodbath going to the end here mm-hmm. um the rangers are playing pretty well and then pittsburgh and then washington's kind of the uh, the odd team out they've got the lowest point total out of all uh eight teams that would make the playoffs um they're sitting at 84 points but never count out Ovi, really They've got a lot of playoff experience as well. But I think the Metropolitan would be kind of fun to watch. But, yeah, you're right. Carolina's just like the class right now. Again, yeah, like uh, if the Lightning don't win it, it, it will be Carolina. I, I'm willing to put money on it. Uh, again, I know the Avalanche, they're big, bad, and scary. Calgary as well and Florida. 
Uh, Florida hasn't had enough pain in the playoffs just yet, but uh, I, 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 I'm betting Carolina all the way. I just want to have a chance to, to, to play this at the end of the year. Claude Giroux. What's up? Yeah, Claude, is it, like, disappointing. You're out. How does that feel? I mean, it feels terrible. <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to doing that. Oh, God, we got to make it happen. Yes, yes, we do. Uh, and you can call us to make things happen if you want. 727-416-0613. Call and leave us a voicemail. Tell us how terrible and, and not bold our predictions are. You can email us too at lightningrod1, the lightningrod1 at protonmail.com. And uh, hit us up at lightningrodpod on Twitter. So uh, you were on you were on another show, leaving your uh, your partner behind. I see. How was that? I was. You know, it's a little bit more. Oh, what's the word? Totally leaving Very me more. behind. <laughs> you can, you can no, say they're... you can say professional. That's fine. You can say professional. I can take I can take criticism here, bud. Uh, I guess that's the word that they're gonna that I'll, that I'll use. But you know, it's, it's a little more statistical. You know, they're, they're very concise and and. Like, you know, all about the game. You know, here we can kind of bullshit a little bit and be a little bit looser. Like, I said shit, and I, they, they were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> what? I know. Oh, because you know, they're, they, they because they're professional. To... They're professionals. That's why. Yeah. You know, um, one of the, one of the guys, Jake, he, um, he has his, uh, he's got a website called the Bolt Report TV. Um, he actually does some really good work and makes some really good articles. Um, very, very, very insightful. But again, they, they are rather by the book. If you know what I mean. Yeah, so no cursing on the uh, whatever the hell they call that show. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just not fun at all. If you can't curse, like, why why even have a show? Like, that's the beauty of, know. He, of not having sponsors. <laughs> I know. You know, that's their goal and, and whatever. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy to help out, provide an extra voice. You know, the, the shows are short and they, they are, you know, more, more trying to cover the games and be, uh, you know, what's the word i'm looking for whatever um but you know very very professional i guess um and again here we can kind of let it rip a little bit looser so that's why be, they didn't be ask more of me. myself that's, <laughs> that's why they didn't ask me okay i got it i got it now all right closing thoughts man let's wrap this up and watch some hockey tonight what uh what do you got for me um i have a score prediction I'm gonna go six to one Tampa against Chicago. Six to one, that's bold. It is. I think that's bold considering we you know our, our scoring troubles recently, so I would definitely call that a little more bold. I think we're out of it. You know, Chicago, they don't have flurry. Um and what we we played a shitty game against them in Chicago and we still managed to get six past uh Flurry. I think it was Flurry that started. Yeah. Um, and I, I just think we're playing 10 times better than what we were when we played them three weeks ago, whenever it was. So that, that, that's my prediction. Six to one. Okay. I'll, I'll call it. I'll call it. Mm, I'm going to call it a shutout and I'm going to say three nothing. I'm going to say a little more nothing. reasonable. I'm going to say three nothing. I'm going to say Palat breaks a scoring drought for one. He's so due. Uh, I'm going to say Hagel scores against his old team for another. And then I'm going to say the the last one is going to be an empty net, probably from you know Ross Colton or something. Or like an Anthony if Cirelli. You had, if you had to give an MVP trophy to one player on the Lightning from the last time we recorded, who would you give it to? Um, I, I, I don't know. Probably... Probably Stamkos, to be honest, because he's just continuing to be either Stammer or Hedman, you know, because um, they're, they're hard to disagree with you. It, you know, Stammer is is so I know what they're doing. They're 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 putting Stammer online with with you know with Kucherov and and Braden Point, trying to get that power play connection going even during the regular games, just to get them more time together. And I think it's worked for Stammer. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I call it, I probably say stammer. If, if it was somebody outside of the core, uh, maybe, maybe a Ross Colton, maybe, you know, someone like that, 
or or maybe someone like Cal Foot who's stepping up with with McDonough out, you know, showing showing some love to Cal. Mm-hmm. I, w- I wouldn't give him my MVP trophy, but I think Cal Foot has been <laughs> when he's been called upon, he's been everything that we could have asked for. Yeah, maybe not MVP, but just you know, just special shout out to him for for coming in because McDonough's got big skates to fill, you know. Oh yeah. So um, when um, when we played the Islanders, John Cooper came out and said he th- he thought Cal Foot played his best game of the year. He played upwards of 16 minutes. He said he was phenomenal all game, and I I, I have to agree with him there. Yeah, I mean, here's hoping that that his his minutes increase and and you know he he stays with the team and and you know maybe one of the older guys gets cut next year or goes somewhere else and he can actually get real playing time all the time. You know. Maybe maybe they they stop bringing up Schuster. Maybe Schuster can go bye bye for once. He got claimed by the Ducks again. Did he? Is he gone? Yeah. Oh, he's gone. You didn't know that. This was a this was a couple weeks couple weeks ago. But yeah, he got when uh, it was when Bogosian was coming back. Actually, they waived Schuster, and um, yeah, he got claimed by the Ducks again. See, that's when 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 these kind of moves happen. They're usually in like the footnotes at the bottom of the news, the old newspaper, the kind that you would mm-hmm. you know you'd be you'd be reading while you're 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 taking a piss at a at a bar or something, you know. So no, I didn't know that Schuster was gone. <laughs> that's that's how much he mattered to me. <laughs> Well, no need to worry. The Lightning signed Matt Carl to a one-year contract. He's going to play top-line minutes. Oh my God! Don't even don't even bring that up. <laughs> that's not that's past bold. That's that's like disturbing. That's just rude. Matt Carl has got to be like in his forties at this point. <laughs> I or, don't even know. Or like man. in his he, late thirties. Not cross my mind. Yeah, I don't even think he's. I don't even think he's anywhere in the league. He probably doesn't even play. You know, beer league. They probably kicked him off his beer league team too. They're like, dude, man, you gonna you gonna defend at any point in time? <laughs> I remember there used to be the the old meme of Matt Carl back in the day was like he was a traffic cone, so they would just post pictures of traffic cones in the street and be like, hey, I found Matt Carl. I'll try to get his autograph. <laughs> yeah, he he was quite the pylon. Yeah, not not really that great. All right, uh, so for Gannon. I am Johnny Pipes. We are happy if you are listening, and um, we're going to catch you next Wednesday. We'll be back at our regular time, you think? Yes. Yeah, this time we'll we'll be back regular. Sweet. All right, brother. We'll catch you on the flip. Peace out. Don't scare me!